Hello, and welcome to Stories of Strangeness, episode 44. It's a Zoe episode. Take it away, Zoe. Well, that was short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, this week is slightly different from our regular programming because oh. we have a listener's story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you forgot about that, didn't you? I did. So this is a story that has been sent to us by Chris. Hello, um, Chris. And he's Thank actually you. relatively local. Oh. Actually very local, I yeah. believe. So here I go. This is my story, as promised. This took place back in the 90s, long before mobile phones and having cameras on us all the time. If only they were available then. I was around 23 and had been on a night out in Epping, Essex. I, as nominated driver for the night, had not drunk any alcohol. But my girlfriend at the time and our two friends, Ian and Elaine, had drank a couple of drinks but were not drunk or even merry. We were, however, all starving hungry. So, as we had about 40 minutes to drive home, we all wanted to stop and get some food. There was a burger van on the B1393 road on the way out of Epping that we all knew and had been to a good few times in the past. We stopped in the lay-by about 20 or so metres from the burger van, as we always did, and a couple of us walked to the van. We got our food and my friend Ian walked back to the car. I waited for a moment as my burger wasn't quite ready. Unusually, we were the only ones in the lay-by. It was usually a lot busier at pub kicking out time. I got my burger and started walking back to the car. My friends were all sitting back in their seats in the car eating their food. As I started walking back to the car, I looked up from my burger to my friends and the looks on their faces had totally changed from happy and laughing to anxious and they were all beckoning me and shouting for me to hurry up back to the car. This was strange. If the lay-by was busier, I would have thought that maybe a fight had broken out or someone was causing trouble behind me, but I knew that no one was there. Then... I was aware that there was something on my shoulder. I looked down expecting to see a hand, but all I could see out of the corner of my eye was a dark shape. I had a weird feeling in my stomach I'd never felt before, like that feeling you get in a dream where you know something is about to happen. And I just felt like something near me was very old. It's weird writing that, but that's the only thought that went through my head. The next thing I knew, I was running back towards the car. But whereas a moment before I was walking back to the front of the car, I was now about 10 metres away from the back of the car. I got to the car and everyone inside was screaming. I climbed in and locked the door. We could all see something circling the car, but not directly. We could all see it only in our peripheral vision. It was weird and felt very strange, again almost dreamlike. Then a moment later, the feeling changed and it was gone. They said what they had seen behind me was a black shape towering over me about eight feet tall and it had reached out for me. We then realised we had all lost 15 minutes. I remember looking at my watch before I got my burger and it had been 11.20 It was now just before midnight. None of us could explain where the time had gone, and none of them had seen me go from the front of the car to the back of the car. I was just there, and then they found themselves all screaming 
as I found myself running. The drive home was very quiet. Our friend Elaine started having constant nightmares and dreaming about a place called Coped Hall and a cousin of hers that had drowned, also in Essex. As it turned out, the road we were on is at the edge of the grounds of Coped Hall. The dreams got so bad that after a few weeks we visited another friend's father-in-law, who was known as being a bit of a self-proclaimed psychic and always seemed quite wise. He told us to find a ring of trees with a larger tree in the middle and sit with our backs to the tree holding hands. We did this, and Elaine said she heard someone walking away from us, although I didn't. But from that night, the nightmare stopped. I don't really know if the dreams and the tree business is in any way linked to what happened that night at the lay-by, or whether the events just made her a bit more susceptible to something else. Years later, when I told this story to my mum, she reminded me that years before I had told her about seeing a large dark shape following me along a path at night when I had been much younger. That was a long way away from that lay-by. We never went back to that burger van, or anywhere near that road again, by the way. So, uh, thank you, Chris, for that. <laughs> and I will say, that honestly, when I first read it, it gave me the, the weirdest goosebumps. I was just yeah. like, oh my goodness, there's everything. It's a skinwalker. It's, oh, well, I'm just like, <laughs> what the actual, yeah, you've got, you've got so much crazy. of everything in there to talk about. Yeah, so you've got time slips. Yep. You've got some kind of apparition. That's eight foot feck and tall. Yeah. So you've got like, like Shadow Man. Yeah. Like Shadow Being. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's giving me goosebumps now just like listing yeah, them out. You've, that's got the, me, you've got the lost time, but you've also got the changing places. It's yeah. not just. Uh, that's, that's weird. Yeah. That's like, definitely what, weird. What? 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 He moved. And the fact that she was dreaming about a place called Coppered Hall and then. That was near where it was. It literally is. The road goes kind of out of Epping and and sort of a southwesterly kind of thing right. towards basically the M25 is round there as well. Right. And Coppet Hall, the grounds of that are kind of almost like on like on the side. I mean, like, not not to kind of disparage it or anything, but I mean, if they'd been to that burger van a few times, there might have been a sign for Coppet Hall somewhere possibly. nearby, and she just. It went in subconsciously and then came out in dreams. But it's kind of weird that she thought she heard something walking away from them. Yeah. And, and then, then everything stopped. stopped. But yeah, so I, I like, not shit my pants, but I was just like, whoa, this I, is... Honestly, if I'd have been Chris, I'd have shit my pants. Yeah. I'm just... That whole thing of like the peripheral vision thing as well, yeah, because... Whew, yeah. Whew. You can't look at it directly. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm just going to be like... Oh, Where's my blanket? I'm cold. I'm getting a chill. Um, I'm literally. I'm, she is literally I'm getting literally a blanket. Getting my blanket. Yeah. But yeah, I. I'm, Whoa, so it's it. so it's just before midnight. Yeah. You're just about to chow down on your juicy burger. Yeah. And suddenly your friends go mad. The fact that there was so that's three witnesses and a person that it happened to yeah. as well the fact it's not just it's you not on your just own. one person it's and like you so it wasn't just an apparition because he felt something. the hand so there's there's contact there there's something and then the the fact that it he felt like it was something that was very, very old. old and that's the bit that i think got Ancient me the most spirit yeah i'm like 
fuck that? It's what the spirits of Epping Forest that are just honestly so pissed off I, with everybody. I um, like after Chris sent this, I was like, is it okay if I do a bit of research into the area or the right. you know, to, to see if I could find anything else? Yeah, and honestly, it's so mad. There's nothing anything like this at all. Right. But if you break it down to all of the things it could or couldn't be, yeah. there's loads of information on all the separate bits. So right. shadow figures, there's information on shadow figures yeah, going yeah. back years and years yeah. and years and like literally thousands of years into all sorts shadow of cultures. People is a yeah, is a massive thing. thing. Time slips. Yeah. Not time slips, time, lost time. Lost time. So that's associated with UFOs. I was gonna say, and that's like but also that whole movement thing, like was he picked up? Yeah. And then dropped back down. Yeah. Was the actual big dark shadow just some kind of alien beam reaching down? I'm sorry, Chris. Yeah. It's, it's we're, we're going off on tangents here. It, but. Honestly, my whole, I'm just like twitching all over because I'm like, oh my God. Because <laughs> I've been waiting to talk to you about this yeah. for weeks. Yeah, yeah, of course, because <laughs> you've had this for a while. Yeah. So there's there's a couple like I I couldn't find anything specifically about these kind of things, but there have been UFO sightings in the area. I've I looked up a bit of the history of Coppid Hall, yeah, and that is quite there's there's that's got a very extensive, very rich, deep, interesting history, yeah, and and so has Epping Forest, yeah. So I was going to like touch on a few little things just for the area and a bit of like you know placement. So Epping Forest is said to be haunted by the ghost of. Dick Turpin. All right, okay. Because um, he hung out there a lot. Apparently, yeah. a lot of naughty people did. Yeah. Um, so, and so for for anybody who may oh. not know who Dick Turpin is, <laughs> yes, he was a highwayman. Yeah. He was a very notorious highwayman. Probably most notorious robber. Yes, and um, not just a robber because as of the 1960s, many of his victims have been unearthed in Epping Forest. Oh my goodness. Yes, so he used it as a bit of a graveyard as well. One or two may have had some unfinished business possibly. Indeed, <laughs> or maybe he did, I don't know, maybe because yeah. I, I thought, oh, it's on the side of a road. Right. He's a highwayman, but he get, they, oh, get into, yeah. they get into a car and he's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You've got a metal box around you, there's no horses. A horse-drawn carriage without the horses. Exactly. It's like, what's going on? Yeah. I'm getting goosebumps on my legs now. Another ghost is a girl in a blue dress, a young girl in right. a blue dress. Who we just... can probably discount her, though. Well, you don't know because... Well, I doubt um, she was eight foot tall, is all. You do realise that a lot of the time when you see demons, they are in the guise of a young girl, <laughs> right? No, yeah. no, she, she turns up in a little blue dress looking kind of lost and scared she has been seen also in the company of an angry looking woman and she's been soaking wet as in the girl's been soaking wet and the woman's been angry okay. one poor witness who saw her on her own looking scared yeah said she was completely rooted to the spot she couldn't take her eyes off the girl yeah she thought the girl had seen her and the girl was looking scared and walking straight towards her yeah and then she walked through her and this that woman would be a little unnerving yes this woman said she was absolutely terrified. Yeah. Um, I mean, being rooted to the spot can just be a fear thing. It's a fear yes, response. Yes, she was. Yeah, she was rooted to the spot through fear because she couldn't, yeah. she didn't know what, because she could hear the girl walking towards her. She could hear right. her. But couldn't but do anything about it. She couldn't move. Yeah. And also she knew the girl wasn't real, but she couldn't move. And even that, that's oh, the amount of goosebumps. Oh, my God. 
In that the- just makes me think of all the kind of Japanese and Korean horror movies where a young girl with like hair over her face yes. just walks towards you and you've got you can't move. You can't move. You can't. Yeah, move. and things like that. So in the early nineties, while out walking, an elderly couple were shocked to hear uh, the voices and sounds of soldiers coming from pretty much all around them, mm-hmm. and there was no one there. And uh, there's also a place called Hangman's Hill, which you might have heard of. That sounds like a nice place for a picnic. Indeed. Well, if you do want to go picnic there, what you do is you you take your car to the bottom of of the hill. Yeah. And you put it in neutral and your car rolls up the hill. I mean, sure, you could do that. But why not not just leave the handbrake on and avoid having to claim on the insurance (laughs) For something that they will never pay out Oh, no, for. this is... You put the handbrake on, you put your car in neutral, and somehow it rolls up the hill, apparently. Again. I, I the don't... insurance I, yeah. will never pay <laughs> out. Will, oh, no, it doesn't... Unless go, it's a, it, it gets a to the top of the hill thing. and stops. Well, that's handy, I suppose. And then you yeah. walk up the hill, have your picnic, get back in the car and drive away. Yeah. Or you go, what the fuck was that? And you drive away very quickly and don't bother <laughs> with the picnic and eat that in a lay-by down the road yeah. and go, what the hell is this? Yeah. Um, and then drive away again very quickly. In fact, just avoid the whole I'm area. I'm thinking possibly that kind of area of like that M25 Epping yeah. Forest area. Just just no. Yeah. Don't stop. So, Coppid Hall... Yeah. The estate started life, it was created in the 12th century, and it was two acres of land that were designated for a hunting lodge by King Henry II. By 1303, it was now an estate of 180 acres, including park, farm and meadow land. Mm -hmm. And it's passed, like basically, it was passed through many hands of of various people, abbots, kings, queens. We've got Henry VIII, his son Edward VI. The future Queen Mary was held there when there was the whole Protestant Catholic thing going on. Right. She ended up owning it at one point. Queen Elizabeth, it it was built, rebuilt, redesigned. She did about quite a lot, obviously, through centuries of different architectural styles etc and then during the first world war it was used as almost like a hospital right and burnt down that's not generally how you run a hospital i will just say that um apparently it is thought to have just been like a stray cigarette yeah yeah but yeah it built down it built down it it burnt down and after that, it just kind of they the family who who actually lived there mm. moved out into a smaller building on, on the estate on the estate, yeah. and it was supposed to be temporary, but it just kind of became permanent, right? Because it was a big place and yeah. it needed a lot of work. And this is where it's a little bit interesting. So that place had been left and since the First World War, yeah. And then after nine years of campaigning, it was purchased. In 1995, and they started restoring it. Now, That's a fair old chunk of time to not but, do anything with it. Yeah, I know, but Chris's story was in the late 90s, 90s. when they started restoring the building. Ooh. So... They stirred something up. Possibly. They dug too also, deep. Copied Hall, there are stories of spirits mm. and lights traveling around the grounds oh interesting so i watched a little youtubey what's it 
now let, let me think because i was like well that's very specific right some people came to have a look around and i don't know if they were doing like a bit of ghost hunting or yeah, what yeah. have you with a medium possibly and the medium did the whole thing of like oh yeah mm, like, like okay yeah but we can't hang around here much later than 11 because that's when the spirits are going to be turning up Surely that's when you want to be there as a ghost hunter. Well, not necessarily if they're angry spirits. And they went, well, hang on a minute. It's like two minutes past 11 now. We better get out of here. And as they left, they saw lights mm-hmm. in the in the like the sort of area around the house that were sort of flowing towards the house. Yeah. And I get this kind of, ooh, like jack-o'-lantern, will-o'-the-wisp, yeah. random kind of travelling lights. Yeah. And... Because of all the different hands that the house has passed through, there's got to be stuff going on, surely. Maybe, yeah. But also UFO sightings around there as well. Yeah. Well, what was it we were we were talking about something and 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 or watching something and somebody said something about all paranormal things are kind of linked, or was it something I was maybe it was something just I was listening to? I think maybe a podcast or something like that. But there was somebody that was no. We've talked at, about this, haven't yeah. we? Saying how, but but there was there was somebody that was. I'm, I'm sure I was listening to something, and they it was like a, a person who was a researcher in the field mm-hmm. or whatever, and they were basically saying that all kind of paranormal stuff is is somehow linked. So it's all maybe born of the same thing. And again, whether that... Alternate universe, that kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, different dimensions, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But like, obviously, even even just glowing lights is often associated with UFOs. But also ghosts. Yeah, I suppose. Although, let's not get into the whole orbs thing, because that is literally always dust. (laughs) It's literally always dust. It's always dust and the camera effect called bokeh, where, you know, something that's not in focus appears larger than it is. So a speck of dust suddenly appears like a a tennis ball-sized orb. Amazing. But it's always dust. When it's moving against the wind or something like that, it's an insect. Yeah. And that's all there is to it, really. But yeah, there's, there's this theory that kind of all paranormal stuff is born out of the same thing. But that is such a weird story. It really is, because, I mean, I didn't ask beforehand what the story was about. No. And Chris said, I've got this story. It's really weird. It's going to take me a while to write it down. And yeah. then I kind of half forgot. And then it popped up in the... Uh, in the, in the inbox. email inbox, yeah. and I thought, oh, because I think I saw it first. I was like, oh, I'm going to read it because I want to know what it says. Well, I, I spotted it and thought, I'm not going to read it because I think it's been sent for you rather than me. I so think because we'd been chatting yeah. previously. So I and actually I like, left Ooh. it, which was lucky I did because I wouldn't want, want – I'm, I'm glad I didn't have it spoiled. Yeah, because it is a, it's quite – has quite an impact, doesn't it? Yeah. Because I read it and was like, I want to tell you straight Because, I mean, any one of those elements – could have made for a half decent story, but all of them together is like, <laughs> like you know, losing fifteen minutes of time and stuff. And I mean, I'm curious. I have to say because if I guess it was probably quite late and stuff, but they were in a layby with a burger van. Did they not ask the guy in the burger van if they saw anything Fuck or if they've that, ever experienced mate. anything? You've just, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I've just jumped in a car because some eight foot shadow monsters like just grabbed hold of my shoulder. I'm not stopping to go and 
ask what's his face over there if he randomly peered at do you know what burger vans are like you're yeah. in the burger van with like that little window facing the road if yeah. they're, they're meters away yeah. up to one side the burger van wouldn't have seen anything they would have been inside plus but I, I would have me no. personally i would have wanted to ask because i'm like the four of us saw something I want to know if they saw it as okay, well. Okay, so what or I'm doing is drive anything. the car right up to the, the yeah. window. We're, wind, <laughs> Just reverse up. Wind your window Hello. down a tiny bit. Go, oi, oi, did you see a big eight foot? And they'll be like, how much have you had to drink, mate? Go home. Yeah, yeah. But Maybe you shouldn't be driving. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. but yeah. I don't know. But it's like the fact that he got back to the car and everyone was screaming. And they don't seem to know why they were screaming either. No. But other than the fact that they... But suddenly, it's, I, you just kind of almost feel like it was like a cut in a film where yeah. it's like they're looking at him going, it's like, as soon as I read that, all I could think of was like when, when you see a shark and they're like, come on, swim, swim, swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then suddenly, next minute, they're looking the other way, all going, ah! But yeah. why were they screaming? Yeah. Because previously, they'd been beckoning him to the car, and looking And then suddenly, they worried. were screaming. And then suddenly, they're screaming. So what were they screaming at? I don't know. I mean, it could have been one of those things where, obviously, if you've if you've experienced something jarring and frightening, You're, if one person starts screaming, there's a good chance the others are going to join yeah, in. But, but also, even so, it's like what spurred it? Yeah, because I know it? that sometimes if you witness something saw? horrible, your mind blocks it out. But for yeah. three people to do that, well, it's not impossible, I suppose. So you've got lost time and possible memory wipes. I want to get all these people to a hypnotist and see if they can <gasps> remember any more. I don't, I don't think Chris is in contact I'm not with saying it's possible. Longer. I'm saying that's what I would want in an Chris, ideal world. can you get yourself so, hypnotised? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my See goodness. if you can recall the memories. I feel I've, like... I, although, saying that, honestly, don't. <laughs> no, don't. Don't remind yourself <laughs> maybe of you, this maybe, horrendous experience. If your mind has blocked this stuff off, maybe there's a good reason. Yeah. <laughs> maybe don't open that door. No, keep it firmly locked. Yeah. Put a table in front of it or something with some Ugh. pot plant on. <laughs> Just... And it also amazes me that this, this is somebody that's had an experience like this. And if I remember right, Chris said they'd never really shared this before. I mean, they might have told a couple of friends or something like that, but this isn't something know, they've kind of put out into the world generally. And it's like, and they, and they listen, you know, Chris listens to us, <laughs> listens to this podcast because... Apparently, he hasn't had enough weird in his life just yet, <laughs> Chris. It. Come on, man. He's like, he's listening to us going, come on, you can do better. Maybe you it's can like, do better. Maybe it's like a cathartic thing. It's like, if I listen to all this other weird stuff, maybe this won't really have happened to me. <laughs> Honestly, I would be, yeah, scarred, I believe, yeah. by an experience like that. I'd be fascinated by it if anything like that actually well, they- happened to me. Thing but, is, though, you never know how you're going to react to something no, yeah, unless absolutely. it does. You can say, yeah, "Oh, yeah. I think I would be like this," or "I think I would be like that." And the you thing just is, don't at, know. at the time, I would probably be exactly like anybody else, like Chris was, like the people in the car would. I would be screaming. I'd be wanting to get the hell away from there. But literally, days after that, I'd be like, "I want to find out more. I want to go back. I don't oh, want to go back, Ooh, but I want to go, go back. back. Oh God, but I don't want to go back, but part, I want to go back." Part of me was like, <laughs> "Shall we rent a car and go down there? I wonder oh, if the yeah. burger van's still there." And I was like. Zoe, it was the late 90s. Come on. Yeah, he's probably still there. I was going to say, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. But, um, ew, no. Yes, no. Yes, but no. But that's, yeah, it's like part of me wants to experience something like that, but also <laughs> not really. At the moment, I don't think my tiny brain would cope. Yeah. Oh, blimey. Be like, 
where have I been for the? I mean, it's bad enough walking into a room and forgetting what I went in there for. And the fact that they all lost like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Is yeah. is yeah. Because this that's why I would want to go back and talk to the burger guy. What were we doing for fifteen minutes? Did they still have their burgers in their hands? Were their yeah. burgers gone? Were they know. eating during those fifteen minutes? Was there just tomato and lettuce everywhere? I have a feeling there may be a couple of gram burgers at that point. <laughs> <It's> like just. <laughs> Drop it and run. I was really hungry, but suddenly I feel the yeah. desperate need to poop. <laughs> Too late. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I absolutely don't blame them for never going back. I, honestly. But me being me, <laughs> I kind of want to go. <laughs> it's like a, you know, it's like a, a bad tooth or something. You can't help but just prod it with your tongue all the time. I, oh. I just want to be like... Let's just go back and see. Okay. Shall we go back at 20 past 11 <laughs> yeah. next week? That's uh, that's no. probably exactly what I would no. have done. No. And, no. And me being stupid, I probably would have gone on my own if nobody else wanted to go with me. God, and then you'd never be seen again. Yeah. <laughs> Disappeared in Epping Forest. Oh, dear goodness. Found months later in just my underpants. Like a little Roaming hermit. around Epping, Epping Forest eating ferns. <laughs> And pine cones. Yeah, of course, obviously. No, you oh, use gosh. the pine cones to wipe your bum. Oh. No, wait a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. But yeah, that's that's one of the more disturbing stories I think I've heard in a while, actually. I know, right? Because it's, it's got elements of almost like not, well, like you say, shadow people, definitely. It, something in it was kind of made me think it's going to be like a, almost like a black-eyed kid's story. Or something Ooh, like that. Yeah. Which it, it absolutely wasn't. It wasn't, but no. It kind but to of, start off with that like car in a label yeah. in the dark. Yeah. But yeah. This is the, not this is not black eyed kids. This, this is their like so ninety hundred ninety hundred? Yeah. Nine hundred year old grandpa. <laughs> There's just so many little elements that add bits. Just, yeah. Like I say, like the fact that it it put, he felt it put a hand on yeah. it, didn't it? And he thought he'd look down and see a hand, but he didn't all he could see was just a dark mass and that's when he looked back to his friends that's genuinely giving me goosebumps for them going but i still kind of want to (laughs) go you're terrible i know but i'm just like yeah and the fact that it felt really old or possibly even ancient and it's like what is it come on what is it I'm, i'm desperate to know yeah but i literally i was i was researching the area to find things that had happened that might yeah. have created such a kind of right, right. and like looked for other kind of lost time in the area yeah. and all that and I couldn't other find kind of experiences anything and sightings it's more like if you look at look for Epping Epping Forest is is massive there's yeah. so much going on in there kind of because that the forest used to almost stretch all the way up to Cambridge Bigfoot it's Bigfoot it's Bigfoot eight feet tall quite old yeah, Bigfoot's but, are supposed to be able to travel through portals or teleport yeah, or something. But what about the whole not being able to see it unless it's in your peripheral vision? That's tricky. Maybe that no, I don't know. But maybe that's how they stay hidden from us, is that they're kind oh, of they've got a predator style cloaking thing. Oh god. Here yeah, we go. I'm off on one now. Maybe um, yeah, it's just predator. Predator's oh just really old. <laughs> oh fuck, that's when it even works. Oh. <laughs> He picked him up and dropped him down. Oh, God, he dropped, yeah. picked him up. Chris, did you have your burger in your hand when you started running back to the car? Because it could have just picked you up and stole your burger. 
Oh man, that saved you. That burger saved you. It's, it's like oh, it's thanks the for fact this. That it's, it's the the dark mass and the eight feet tall and the and the peripheral vision. And like I say, these are sort of the sort of details that it would it would be unusual to kind of yeah just have all these experiences in one go. It's yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Chris. You have stumped us. Yeah, like, you've knocked honestly, it out of the park as a. That's yeah. probably the. I think the first listener story this we've done. A, well, we did Kirsty's like little mini story, didn't we? About the oh, we did, hat yeah. man. We did, but that was just yeah. like a kind of a little memory. Yeah. But this is yeah the first proper listener's story, and quite frankly, you have set the bar very high, ridiculously high. But that's not to say we don't want people's listeners' stories. Yeah, absolutely. Um, T- send us your experiences. I'm, I'm I keen to hear more from everybody. Just yeah, yeah. yeah. I I have been looking at shadows in different ways now. <laughs> <laughs> like when I've been walking home and it's been late, I'm like, ooh, yeah. And actually, strangely, I've been around to see my sister today. Yeah, and that is strange. Yes, very strange. <laughs> but walked home in the dark. And as we were walking home, our daughter was pointing out or telling me about the fact that these days, when she looks at trees in the dark, yeah, she always sees faces and she feels like they're reaching out to try and grab her. Which was lovely, yeah. considering she's not had anything to do with it. Like, I haven't read this story to her yeah. or anything like that. And I was like, what? That's, that's a fairly common thing, though, because well, I felt like that when I was a kid as yeah, well. I did when, say when, to her, it's very common for us to see faces in things. It's like it part is, of yeah. the, the human kind of fight or flight and thing. And the reaching out thing. I mean, that branches yes. look like that. I yeah. always remember when I used to drive places at, at kind of at night with my dad. And the trees would just be like, I'd be like, oh my God, this is terrifying. And I was in a car moving yeah. along and it was like, yeah. See, so. I watched The Children of Green Know when I was oh, yeah. as younger than Evie with the older Green Know demon tree, evil fingers, can't catch me. And that was a tree that actually got up and walked across the lawn to try and get them. Oh, blimey. And um, I loved it though. It didn't, it didn't scare me. <laughs> Although it freaked me out a little bit, I wasn't scared. I mean, I lived in the middle of nowhere, though, so we, yeah, we were weird like I that. Think, I think the worst kind of thing like that that I saw was just the, the tree in Evil Dead that comes alive <laughs> and grabs people and, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I can't, I can't quite get over that story. That's, that's good. That's nuts. You'll have to listen to it all again tomorrow when you're editing the... Yeah, editing the podcast. I'll be as sitting well. there with chills, with a blanket around me and a hot <laughs> you can cup of cocoa my blanket, or something. Yeah, yeah. Because I have still got the blanket over me because it has given me yeah. the willies. <laughs> 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 but oh, yes, blimey. thank you ever so much, Chris. Um, yeah. I'm going to see if I can find our stickers. I don't know where they are, and we'll see if yeah. we can get you a, I think a sticker I've maybe to you. Got one or two so, um, yeah, to I'll, say thank you. I'll drag some out. But yeah, that's yeah. cool. Awesome. <laughs> Right. So um, if other people want to send us listener stories, where can they send them to? They can send them to storiesofstrangeness at gmail.com. Cool. Yep. And if they want to comment on Chris's story, they can join us in our Facebook group. Yep. Facebook.com slash storiesofstrangeness. There is a page, which is, yeah, where we post stuff. And then there's a group. And there's a join group button on the page, so you'll find it. You'll find it. You're fine. I thought you said you wanted this bit to be shorter, Mr. Waffle Pants. Sorry. I should have worn different pants. (laughs) 
It's so waffly though. Yeah. Mm. You actually, you're the one in waffle. Oh pants no, I haven't the... got my waffle pants oh, on tonight. Okay. They're fine. I was going to wear my waffle jumper though. You can find us on Instagram. Instagram.com/slash/stories-of-strangeness. And if you want extra content, you can find us on Patreon, and you can subscribe for our minisodes. Yep. If you don't want to sign up for a subscription, you can always drop us a donation over on Coffee. And we have a Redbubble account where you can buy random stuff with our logo on. And other drawings that we have done, dot, did, dot, done. Yeah, that one's Zoe and Mike, all one word, Redbubble. All the links for all this stuff will be in the show notes, as always. And as always, if you do contribute, you have our undying gratitude and we'll give you a shout out. So this is our shout out for Chris. Thank you again. Yep. And I think we're done. Thanks for joining us for our first listener story, which, yeah, was creepy as all get out. Uh, I'm, I'm you haven't bit, recovered yet. No, I'm, I need to sit down and I'm already sitting. Um, shall anyway. We a, shall we have a nice cup of tea and a biscuit? That sounds brilliant. Let's do that. Yeah. I hope okay. the kitchen isn't filled with shadow people. I'll turn the light on. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Love you.